welcome to the Haunted Cloud Platform Podcast. Today is March 25th, 2016, and this is episode 21, the March episode. Uh, we are your hosts. My name is Moya Watson. And I'm Mike Fullen, back at the mic. Back at the mic in Palo Alto, California. Today we're going to cover for you uh, what's new, some key features that uh, we, we've released on HCP since the end of February when we had uh, Rui's last podcast number 20. And then we're going to have a special interview with uh, some local web IDE folks. And finally, we will close, as always, with a peek at um, maybe some recent highlights from events and uh, events that are around the corner. So first of all, uh, without further ado, let's go to Mike, who's going to touch on a few things that have been published recently in HCP. Mike? That's right. So since uh, released last podcast, there's been two uh, TAC releases and updates to your HANA Cloud platform. I'm just going to touch a little bit on what those are. So the first one um, came at the beginning of uh, March with uh, those of you who are already using the platform or probably already seen it in the uh, announcements when you signed on to this, uh, into the cockpit. Um, regarding the persistence layer, um, as you probably know now, that uh, you're able to restart the whole um, HANA DB system um, from the cockpit itself. Um, previously, it was only possible to do it from the console client, um, you know, essentially using the command line. Um, so they've integrated this in the cockpit, which is a nice feature. Um, another one is regarding the cloud connector. Version 2.7.2 uh, is available, which um, offers obviously better performance. Um, and it also offers support for the Java 8 and uh, the Windows 10 environment. Um, and then the release that just came out yesterday, uh, you know, a couple of nice new version supports that we have there. Uh, for the cockpit, um, you're going to be able to uh, view the logs a lot faster, which is nice if you're trying to uh, trace down an issue. Um, SAP HANA 102.05 is now supported. Um, along with that, uh, SAP UI 5 version 1.28.31 is now supported. And for any details on these, um, you know, they have a lot better details on the um, release notes for the particular product um, than I can go through in here. But um, yeah, so that's where you can go and find out more details. And, um, you know, in recent um, podcasts, we had the interview with the ASE folks um, looking at what was coming up. So I'm proud to announce that uh, ASE version 16 um, SP2 is uh, now available on the platform for uh, selection as a database uh, persistence layer. Okay, and that's pretty much it for for us on what's coming down or what's available in the product and what's new. That's great. Thank you, Mike. We are just we just keep getting better and better, don't we? Absolutely. All right. And with that, it is a special interview time. Let's go right on over to hear about the Web IDE. We're here today in Palo Alto with. Uh, a couple of local folks who are involved with the Web IDE. We have Yoram Hod and Ido Shemesh. Uh, why don't you first of all introduce yourselves and tell us your role with Web IDE? Hi, my name is Yoram Hod, and I'm a product management, a technical product management for Web IDE and the cloud portal. Hi, I'm Ido Shemesh, and I'm actually together with Yoram in the technical product management team of Web IDE and SAP HANA Cloud Portal. Very happy you could both join us today to talk a little more about WebID. Of course, obviously, a lot of the folks that are listening use WebIDE already, love WebIDE, um, have a lot of things to say about WebIDE on Twitter. Um, but what, what about those folks who don't use it? Can you just, in a nutshell, tell us um, what is the WebIDE? Just a brief summary. 
So WebID is an integrated uh, development environment to develop a front, front end um, a UI5 application, SAP UI5 application, not only but mainly for develop SAP UI5 application. It's integrated into uh, a, a ANA a cloud a platform so you can um, deploy it straight to the backend or to the cloud on-premise or to the cloud. One of the things we were talking about before is that it's easy to use in code jams and things like that. So one of the main things about the web IDE is that you don't have to download, install, and configure your Eclipse, right? Which is why it's so great for onboarding, partially. Isn't that true? Yeah, we um, used to say that it's zero installation. Uh, the only thing that I need to check before I came to a workshop or to present web IDE is whether they have a uh, um, network, and that's yeah. it. And with the trial account, anyone can just go and in five minutes have an account on a, on a cloud platform, open the web ID, and just follow our one of our uh, how-to guide. And with a public service, in five minutes, deploy his first working application to the cloud. That's great. Mm, so uh, uh, the web ID has, has uh, a set of great uh, features and and one of the great things is that it enables you to actually extend out of the box um, or SAP standard applications, UI5 standard Fury applications. Uh, this is really built-in mechanism inside the Web IDE, so this is almost um, as easy as as, a, as working a wizard. Um, by definition, it's 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 based on on plugins and it enables you as as a customer. Uh, or user of WebID to develop even your own plugins um, to ease the process of development in your company, which is a great thing. One of the key features that uh, um, distinguish uh, WebID is the out-of-the-box template that it comes with. Right. Uh, it has several templates that uh, give you the uh, ability to create application uh, without really knowing yet uh, the uh, the structure of uh, uh, you know MV, uh, MVC uh, um, um, model view controller you just follow the wizard and have the application up and running now since it's code based you can dive in and tweak it as the way that you want it's not model based it just uh, use the wizard to generate the first version of your application it's come with everything so you have the connectivity to the backend. You have the UI uh, views. Uh, it's also set for you uh, a mock data uh, uh, service that you can start to play with it even before the service is really uh, ready yet. And from that point, you can deploy it to the cloud, see it's in action. And again, since it's code-based, the uh, outcome of the uh, wizard step is is a full project with all the code. You can um, go to the code, read the documentation, and start to um, update it and, and customize it the way that you want. Well, you guys mentioned um, both uh, that it's very easy to get started and so forth on this um, web ID. Now, are there any prerequisites at all as far as you know how to um, create these um, nice UIs using the web ID that the, that the user would need? You know, whether it's from the services or whatnot, are there any prerequisites in that? 
direction? Basically, anyone could could get started. You don't need any. Uh, well, theoretically, you would not need any um, uh, developer experience uh, in order to get an application up and running. So, if you just follow the numerous how-to guides that are available on the SCN, um, you can connect your your own Hana Cloud platform account to some backend system, consume O data, generate an application run it and test it and all that without uh, writing a single line of code. Of course, if you do have the knowledge um, and expertise of writing uh, JavaScript and SAP UI5, then you would uh, definitely be able to uh, pretty quickly extend the application and customize it to your own scenarios. You know what you do? Sometimes I feel like we oversell the simplicity of the tool. Yes, you're right. It's great for uh, a demo in five minutes. Uh, just... Uh, uh, start with the wizard, and in five minutes you have an application up and running in the cloud. Uh, but uh, I do want to emphasize that at the end of the day, we target this tool for developers. And um, if you want to take the next step after the five minutes demo and really customize your application to your needs and add more functionality other than the template I'll give you out of the box, mm -hmm. you will have to learn UI5 and, and front-end uh, uh, technology and, and, and to understand the, uh, the domain. Yes, WebID will help you with that and since it's really have an intimate knowledge of the UI5 library, it can guide you, it can auto-complete and show you the documentation uh, inline, etc. So it will be much easier for you to be more productive to develop the front-end. But yes, you need to be a developer. Speaking of being a developer, most developers that you know use the HANA Cloud platform are both familiar with um, the Web IDE as well as Eclipse. Now, does the Web IDE have all the functionality of Eclipse? Will it? Will it? Uh, does it? Will it have all the functionality? Um, maybe you can kind of talk a little bit about the the contrast between those two tools. As we position Web IDE right now for front end development, it's fully. Uh, uh, a replacement for the Eclipse, I would say it's much more, it gives you much more than what you can get in the Eclipse right now. Uh, because not only that you can develop uh, the front end in WebID, you can immediately test it uh, with mock data or with real data. You can deploy it back to the, uh, uh, to the cloud or to the on-premise. So all the functionality that you used to have in Eclipse, you get it in WebID. So more than Eclipse. It's saying. much more than Eclipse. Plus, again, the tightly integration with the UI5 library, so it gives you intelligence and, and autocomplete for everything inside the code. So yeah, I would say much more than Eclipse. Is there any reason someone would not want to use WebID then? Um, other than old habits uh, yeah. and getting used to new environments, um, I don't see any reason. I mean, zero installation. Um, I in fact, in fact, the previous uh, tools that SAP provided for UI5 and Fiori development for Eclipse um, are actually uh, moving into the WebID and any further uh, functionality uh, would be presented there. So uh, having that and having the Eclipse tightly coupled um, with all the HANA Cloud Platform services from connectivity to um, authentication uh, and consumption in, in Fiori environments, uh, I see no reason uh, but to move ahead to the cloud. 
and we actually saw some evidence for that. Uh, we interviewed some of our customers, uh, some professional front-end developers that switched from Eclipse to WebID, and just to quote some of them, uh, there is no way back. So in the past, one of the things that we've talked about um, why people use Eclipse, though, is um, the support of advanced development using the Java um, language. Now, are you saying that the, this is going to be supported in WebIDE or already supported in WebIDE? So as it stands right now, you still need uh, to use the Eclipse uh, plugin to develop the backend logic in Java and to deploy it um, to the cloud. Uh, but, uh, and again, I cannot commit. There is no specific uh, uh, release that I can commit for, but we are working uh, to integrate and to porting all the capability of the Eclipse plugin for backend developments into WebID. So at the end of the day, we will have one coherent integrated environment to develop side-by-side side both the backend and the frontend. I mean, given that you already touched on the roadmap, but what can you share about the roadmap and what sort of things to look look for going forward? Maybe Ido? Yeah, so I, I think we're seeing uh, sort of a, a tendency of, of, of leveraging the Web IDE together with the various HANA Cloud platform uh, services. So up till now, we've seen... Um, the alignment with the whole smart template annotation and ma metadata uh, notion that SAP uh, is pushing forward with Fiori. Um, and the new, the new version of the HANA Cloud portal is now tightly coupled with, um, with the WebID as its design time environment. Um, and in the future, of course, like Yoram said, no, no hardcore commitment. Uh, but in the future, we will see um, tighter integration with other services like uh, HCI and consuming OData directly from, from HCI and other thir third, um, third party um, data formats. Um, a more emphasis on the mobilization of Fiori apps directly from uh, WebIDE and alignment with the HANA Cloud Platform translation service uh, and various other services. So also on roadmap, a lot of folks are talking more and more about build um, and whether that's going to relate to WebID or how it ties in. Um, quickly, what is build and how does that relate to WebID's um, whole master plan? So I'm not a build expert, but uh, build is a great tool uh, to uh, prototype and um, to mock up application even before you write a single line of code. Uh, it's also come with a great collaboration tools and, 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 and framework that allowed you to collect feedback from colleagues about your prototype uh, and then hand over it to developers. And, and uh, I think it's one of the best uh, things that happened to WebID because it's really uh, put a clear cut uh, between the designer, the business expert, and the developers. We kind of see uh, the, the border here of the handover between the designer that's working on build, collect all the feedbacks, have the mock-up, and then hand over it to the developers. And the developers will work in WebID. We're working right now on a plugin. It's already in, um, in, 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 in a beta, and we hopefully will release it soon. Again, I cannot commit on the date for the, uh, for the build plugin. So, uh, the idea is that you start to work on your prototype in build, 
complete all your uh, research, collect all the feedbacks, uh, feel like you're ready to move on to the development phase, and then uh, in a clip, in a sorry, in WebID, you will be able to uh, import it, uh, uh, the project, and and continue from that point. So as uh, a smooth integration uh, between build and WebID. Okay, so we heard some really important things here today. So everybody can use WebIDE to do all of the things that they're used to doing in Eclipse and more, and that in the future we're going to be more tightly coupled with uh, Build, where you hand over from the designer to the developer and then into publishing on HCP. Um, some great uh, progress in, in the future for the WebIDE as well. Um, maybe just as in closing, um, for anyone who hasn't used or wants to find out more about WebIDE, how do you get started today? So, <laughs> as Yoram mentioned earlier, of course, uh, the first step would be to open a trial account on the HANA Cloud Platform trial landscape uh, and start working with WebIDE. Um, a lot of info in the various uh, uh, blogs and forums. Um, but specifically, um, I want to do some promotion to an open SAP course, which is running at the moment, started at, at the end of February. Uh, it's called Building Your Fiori App in the Cloud. It's the 2016 edition. Uh, and it has an extensive part on the SAP Web ID and introduction and deep dive and ha actual hands-on and exercises on creating um, uh, smart templates and overview pages, extending applications, enhancing them, and adding even mobile features to them. So that's a great, a great uh, resource to get started with WebID. If, if I were to go to the HANA Cloud Platform cockpit today, how would I find to get started with uh, the WebID? Oh, this is simple. Uh, just go to the cockpit under services. Um, there are a bunch of services there, but you can just uh, pick the dev and ops uh, category and you will find it there. Okay. Uh, once you um, navigate to the web IDE and open it, you can bookmark the link. It won't change. It's per your account, so you can keep it and you don't need to follow this process again. Excellent. Okay, well, this has been a great... Uh, any other closing questions, Mike? No, not from my side. Okay, well, thank you so much, Yoram and Ido, for joining us. I hope we get to talk to you again, and uh, maybe you can come on again if uh, people have some questions that they want to tweet to us under HCP Podcasts. Thanks for joining us. Sure, thank you very much. Absolutely, it was fun. Okay, thank you so much, Ido and Yoram, for that peek at WebIDE. And finally, with the podcast, we're going to uh, touch on some events. Some things that have happened recently include... Uh, our very own Mike. Uh, Mike Forn was over in Las Vegas, and he, I'd say it was, would you call that an epic uh, rap on what Ariva Live was like, Mike? It was quite an awesome event. Um, you can find most of these details in uh, the SCN blog, so I won't go into too much detail here, but just as a quick little uh, teaser, um, there's a lot of information about what the event is, is about. For those who already used the Ariva product, it's a uh, you know, it's one of those where you can't miss uh, the event and my blog post and a little bit of self-promotion there. Um, very high energy. Everything's condensed into uh, three days or two days worth of uh, um, of time. So um, you're going to get a lot of information in a short period of time. So um, look for the details there. 
Mike, you're just always looking for another way to get back to Las Vegas, aren't you? I don't. I, Pretty much, I somehow <laughs> always hope that uh, I'll hit the jackpot some, somewhere. And uh, not that I don't enjoy your company, but uh, he just hasn't quite struck it rich yet. Uh, but yeah, check that out on SCN. In addition, we had our internal event, SAP DCOM at the major SAP locations around the world. But one event that welcomed some external folks, including some SAP mentors, was the IoT Hackaday. So there's another great blog post to look at on the SCN. Yes, it is Hackaday, not a hackathon, Mike. I'm not sure why. Um, coming up around the corner on March 31st, uh, next week on Thursday, I want to point your attention to an SAP Code Jam St. Petersburg. So... Sign up on Eventbrite or contact Vladimir Pavlov for more details on that if you're anywhere in the vicinity of Saint, beautiful St. Petersburg. And that about concludes it for today's podcast. Thank you so much for listening. This has been episode 21 on March 25, 2016. Tune in for the next episode during April 2016. And until then, you can keep tweeting us your questions at SAPHCP or hashtag HCP Podcast. Thanks so much. The SAP HANA Cloud Platform Podcast is powered by OpenSAP. OpenSAP is SAP's innovative learning platform and a thought leader for enterprise massive open online courses. It provides you with an engaging and effective learning experience through gamification and by connecting you with other learners and SAP experts. OpenSAP courses are free of charge and are offered in English. Enroll today to one of our OpenSAP courses on open.sap.com.